Tim, are we are we live? We are live at AHR. Oh, look at the crowd, baby. Look at the crowd. It's the Appetite for Construction podcast powered by Mechanical Hub Media. Tim, how you doing? I'm Tim Ward. That's John Mason Brink. I am officially about 22,000 steps in today. Yep. And the dogs are a little bit barking a little bit, but other than that, I am doing great. I how about you? Know, I want to know what device are you using to get 22 because i got like eleven thousand. i'm usually side by side have you seen how much i jump around all the time <laughs> okay i got you <laughs> so we got a good live show for you we have uh we have jason fleming with naritz tankless right here we're going to talk tankless technology we're going to talk heat pumps and we're going to talk mountain dew with cody mack later <laughs> so well welcome jason thank, thank you. you for uh for coming what do you what do you think of the show well, thanks for having me first, but uh, I think it's been fantastic. The show's been um, very, very well attended. We've seen more people, more traffic than we've seen in many years past, so been excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we get too far into some of the topics that John mentioned, we've recently worked with you on a project, and I know we're not, we haven't sent it out in the social media realm <laughs> yet, but soon there will be some really cool content that we developed. Uh, Eric was, Eric Ani, our partner was working on some projects and um, we are going to see some cool stuff here in the coming weeks. Looking forward to it, yeah. Okay, one of the things you're talking about is a product that Eric is working on. It's the Easy Tankless and the Easy TR Correct. kit system, right? Yep. So tell us about all of that. All right. So Noritz has come out with a tankless water heater. Um, it's a little bit different from the rest of the, the water heaters that are out there in the market. Um, we feel like we have a huge uh, advantage in the marketplace mm-hmm. with our top mount water connections. So typically when an uh, installer is installing a tank type, uh, they're going to have the connections coming from the top, right? And when you go to replace that in a tankless retrofit, you would typically have to plumb all the way down to the bottom using you know more materials, using more time, um, and then taking more skill, right? So um, we feel like we have a great advantage on a quick and easy tank replacement product. Um, and then we've created a bundle uh, called the EZTR, which we call the Easy Tank Replacement, which includes venting, isolation valves, and all the component parts that you would need to make that, that replacement. Okay, so you sent this product. Oh, well, actually, well, let's back up. We were talking and you know having conversations about getting this product into Eric's hand and other people that have never used the product, right? And so Eric, our, our partner with Mechanical Hub, uh, he's he now has the system in his hands. He's been working on it, he, you know, he, and he, <laughs> he was just he was I don't know if surprised or he was just like, in his words, this makes a shit ton of sense. It's awesome. I mean, that's that's just awesome to hear. And I think that's what we are as a manufacturer trying to get more installing contractors to have that aha moment to say, this makes a shit ton of sense. I mean, it really does. And but change is difficult when it comes to contractors and their their comfort level when it when it comes to using products. But um, I really, really feel that Noritz has a product that can change the game when it comes to, to retrofit of tankless water. Well, then how important is AHR in 2024 for Noritz to be here with new product like that? It's it's important. I mean, it's it's vital. The, the challenge is, is getting in front of the contractors. I think that the, the folks that we see here at the show, they're like, makes a ton of sense. Let's go out and do it, right? But the challenge for the manufacturer is to get in front of all of the contractors out there in the field and 
walk them through it, you know, show them the benefit of it. Go to the bottom line and say, how much time are you spending? How much pro- um, material cost do you have? There's just a ton of advantages. Not to mention the fact that the EZ Series heater has the two-inch venting. Um, it has a 25-year warranty. It's Wi-Fi compliant. We just launched a new don't-have-to-go-to-the-roof kit that attaches to the top of it. Um, the list just goes on and on. The efficiency levels are the highest in the industry so that the rebates are as high as possible. Um, it's just such a great product that we just want more people to know about. So, so let's back up to the uh, thinking of a homeowner, of a contractor. Like a homeowner's hot, you know, the, the water heater goes out and like, oh my God, I got to call my guy. He comes in and it's usually like a typical replacement of the same product. Right. Why aren't they thinking about tankless? I get questions all the time from friends. Like, I, you know, they think I must be an installer or something, Tim. But they're like, what do you think? Should I, should I get the tankless water heater? I, and I give them the benefits of the tankless. And some guys do do it. But there's like this old maybe thinking that tankless is only for the lodge up north, you know. Yeah. Or It's just not that way anymore. I mean, we've come such a long way with tankless um, technology. It's for everyone. I think that's a, a, a clear and a safe statement. Um, there's, there's no installation that we can't do. Um, but I think it's so cool that consumers know tankless now, so they at least have that in their mind when they're going to, what am I going to replace? Am I going to go with what's existing or am I going to go tankless? At least that's there, whereas years ago it was, what's this? You know, let me let it play out for a little while. We don't have that anymore. Um, but the features and benefits to the contractor are, are there, and I, I really feel like education is the key, and we just have to continue to educate and uh, you know, teach the plumber but is that market share growing for tankless? Uh, it is growing, yes. Yeah. And whereas a tank manufacturer maybe is flat to slowly declining, um, there's so many new technologies that are coming into the marketplace that even more options, even more choices um, being driven by, by the government to figure out which way that they want to go. But um, we feel very, very confident that we have a product that can fit, fit the application. Well, that was my direction. What's next? Yeah. What's next? As far as new product? Or yeah, as far what's, as- what's next? I mean, you're talking about electrification. You're talking about decarbonization. You're talking about all those keywords that are you hear about on the show floor. What's next? I, I think that we are going to... It's region by region of what's next, yes. right? It really is. It's market specific. Um, in California, there's a huge, huge push for electrification. And we're going to find out, you know, how does the consumer feel about it? How does the contractor like it? Um, is the end user really benefiting from whatever the next push is? Is it a benefit? And I think that's what we have to keep in mind is whatever we're doing, it needs to be a benefit for everyone, not just a specific sector, right? So um, I'm very encouraged. Um, tankless technology is here to stay. Gas products, I believe, are here to stay. And we're going to find out what's next when it comes to each market. Well, Speaking of gas products sticking around, uh, I'm just going to read this. Recently, the DOE proposed the new ruling to raise the standards on tankless gas water heaters. Where, where, where does that stand right now? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Um, it's it's happening. I mean, they're requesting and requiring for the oh, efficiency so levels. That was passed, or because um, I know there was some pushback from. Yeah, I mean, it's it, in the state that it is right now. Yeah, that's the moving forward. Um, there's kickback to try to change that uh, ruling, but um, as it states right now, yeah, to go to the higher efficiencies, have at least 0.92 or above. Um, 
And Nortz as a manufacturer, sure, we have that product available, right? But we still do see a lot of use cases and need for the product that is mid-efficiency, but it's still higher efficiency than a traditional tank water heater. Now, we're at HR. There are a lot of people that are going to listen to this that may not have came to the show. Sure. Where can they find out more information on Noritz? Well, you can always go to our website, noritz.com. Um, that's going to be about our product specifically, right? Um, it gives you all the information about you know, your, your local rebates that are available. Where do I go to find an in, a installing contractor? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just start with the website and go from there. But uh, we're always here to help. We want to educate um, for somebody who hears, you know, hey, there's somebody who thinks that this is, this is cool. Let us talk to you about it. Let us show you what the features and benefits are. Well, and as we teased at the beginning of the podcast, you know, this was something that we've been in the works with you um, for the last couple of months and looking forward to getting that content out there here pretty soon. And hopefully some people will see it and looking forward like to it a lot. I Appreciate you guys. I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Going back to the, you know, the, the gas is here to stay. Do you have an opinion about like the the push to just go get rid of natural gas products? Yes, you know? I have an opinion on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just feel well, you're in California. There, you know, the, is there the infrastructure for all electrical? Are they going too fast? I mean, it just yeah. I I have my personal opinions that um, natural gas is a good product. I feel yeah. if we just realize that if, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if we were just to go all tankless water heaters we would be making a huge uh, impact on the, the, the country's yeah. um, efficiencies and all that kind of stuff. So the, we have such a, a large way to go to get to even where a tankless water heater is. Um, the infrastructure, like you said, no. I mean, the infrastructure is not even set up to do all electric cars. So now we're going to add more appliances, more things on it. No, I don't think that we're set up for it. So. I guess that we have to just kind of wait to see how everything plays out. Yeah. And then a possible new regime coming in and... Yeah, how is that going to affect that change it? change everything again? And does that set it back or does that um, kind of put it back on the back burner and then we wait for another regime to come in and then we all have to, you know, figure out how that looks. So yeah. it's fun stuff. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's fun stuff for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, Jason, thanks for jumping on real quick. Yeah, and, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Yeah. We're still alive, baby. <laughs> I thought you were just laying down here. Bro. I was like... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we're back with the Appetite for Construction at AHR. Tim, we're back at it. I haven't seen this handsome devil in about two hours. It's been a minute. <laughs> So we're excited to have Bo D'Angelo with Stone Mountain, Stone Mountain Technologies. Anisi gas heat pumps. But um, we've known you for a long time since your Vega days, and now you're with you know this Anisi company. So tell us about that transition. And <laughs> I asked you earlier about this, but the learning curve of, of going from you know that technology to, to this technology. Um, yeah, it was, uh, they, they had reached out to me and I really wasn't looking to make a move. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were like, oh, we're, we're bringing a gas absorption heat pump to market. And I was like, huh. And I'm familiar with the technology. I'd 
been doing some business with Rober way back in the day, just a little bit when they were trying to break into the market early, early 2000s. And so it intrigued me. And then I looked into it more and looked at the technology and uh, started to, you know, see that it was a hydronic system, ultimately, you know, and it involved, you know, forced air, hydronics, refrigeration, plumbing, all of my favorite things. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I decided to, to go on board. And at the time, uh, Mark Etherton was doing some consulting for them. And, oh. and Mark was like, you really should hire Bo. I don't know why I didn't pay him to say that. I don't know what he had a momentary yeah. lapse of reason there. And so, yeah, so they, they pulled me in. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a wild ride so far. So will you be responsible for training or more product development? I mean, how to... Yeah, a lot of hats. Uh, my title, it, titles come cheap, right? Um, my title is uh, North America Service Manager. So my job is to do all the training for our integrators, our contractors, right? Get them up to speed on the technology and how it all works. And, and then also um, train them and uh, develop all the technical support and customer service side of it as well. So... Um, the CEO jokes with me all the time. You, you know, you could make or break this company. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no pressure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he actually told us that when we were talking to him after we talked <laughs> Did he to you really? earlier. He's like, That's yeah, right. Bo, Bo's, Bo's going to make us or break us. It was funny. I, I know John Sigenthaler pretty well. I've known him for a long time. And yeah. um, and, he, and Michael said to me, our CEO, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I'd really like to meet John. He's my Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. So... So, oh, but tell me, like, how much of training is muscle memory, if that makes any sense? Like, you can take the, you know, what you've learned in the, in the concepts behind training and apply it to this. Um, it, it's, it's, it's all the same stuff. And it's actually the, the training aspect of it is relatively easy because it's, I'm, I'm teaching installers to apply the skills they already know and use every day, almost in the same way they're using every day. I mean, there are some subtle differences with our system, but overall, they're still using the same base skills, you know, their trade craft, so to speak, to, to get the job done. Yeah. Okay. So um, making sure to convey it in a way that it, you know, makes sense and it sticks. You know, as you guys know, if you have a problem in the field, it's probably something you touched, right? You know, so... Yeah, uh, still going back to basics. And this is a fairly new company. This is yeah. only the second year they've been to AHR. Yep. Um, we I had some brief interactions with them last year, but this is the first year we've been in the booth to see product because they have product to yeah, show. Yeah, we're in production now, yeah. Yeah, so, so you're in yeah. production. You know, John talks about muscle memory for training. As a new organization, how much of what you're doing, wearing a lot of different hats, is just promoting the product, getting the product brand awareness, sharing the technology? How much of that is just with a loud amplification to anybody and everybody, here we are and here's what we do? Well, it's not just me. It's everybody in the company is doing that, mm -hmm. you know, just to make sure that we get the explanation out there of what it is because initially when people hear about it, they're a little confused. I mean... Eric had a perplexed look on his face. He did. Was, I loved it. It was great. I was like, I am making Eric Oni think <laughs> this is a good day for me, you know. So, um, you know, so you have to get people's head around it. And then once once the light bulb comes on, that's when the fun questions start. 
And it's really cool because a lot of times our answer is usually just yes, yeah, oh, yes, 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 you know, and that's great. It's a great place to be. So, so let's talk about these products. Um, yeah. The heat pumps, things like that. You know, I, yeah, heat pumps a, a hot word right now, yeah. no pun intended. Um, and so we're just doing it differently. Um, gas is here to stay. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about electrification and decarbonization. And one thing we have to remember is that when you burn fuel, natural gas, at your utility, you're coming out of the plant after transmission at 60%. So you're going to lose 40% or more of the energy from the gas just getting it to the outlet. And people seem to forget that. That's what we call source efficiency. And then you have to look at site efficiency. And site efficiency is where we decarbonize. And I'm, you know, I'm not a rallying... Uh, uh, cavalier on this topic, but but you know common sense, I can use it most of the time. And so, if we're ninety five percent efficient just at the base level, at the site, uh, burning natural gas, where you're only losing max eight five eight percent in transmission of your actual embodied energy, you're already more efficient at the gas valve. And then when we stack on another 40%, 45% efficiency from the heat pump function on the re refrigerant side, we're making really smart use of our resource. And so it's not a, this is a alternative to electric heat pumps. That's not the point because electric heat pumps are great. It really depends on where you live. And we have a baseline capacity. We don't, don't lose energy um, beyond a certain point. So we can still put out heat. And that's a, that's a huge thing if you live in, you know, northern territories like Minnesota, Colorado, where I live, Chicago. I, you know, if you were outside day before yesterday, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I, I feel like in any industry, a, a, a trend or a new buzz thing, you know, companies are jumping on to be the first to market these things. And I feel like heat pumps is a, you know, we just said it's, it's a buzzword. And there are companies that came to market, and they just realized, like, they, colder climates, they just couldn't keep up. And you had to have a backup heat source in some cases. So talk about that as it applies to the product. Yeah, and that's probably one of the unique things about it is we don't require a backup as long as you're sized for the base load. Um, you know, you have ample capacity. And, uh, you know, they work in really cold temperatures. Ammonia is a really effective refrigerant. Um, especially when it's used this way. So we can extract a lot of heat from outside, which is great. Um, so we solve a few of those challenges. Everything's outside the house, which is kind of nice. You know, makes it a little bit of an easier install. They're actually not hard to install. There's not a whole lot you have to do. Run some pipe, run a little bit of control wire. So it's, it's pretty simple. Well, you had mentioned that, you know, a big contingency up in Canada. Yeah. So last I checked, that's north of... The US. Yeah, it gets pretty cold up there. Um, I keep joking with my my coworkers. I'm like, can we can we get a system installed in like Bora Bora or like Tahiti, <laughs> Papeete, you know, somewhere down there, Hawaii, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Key West, Florida, Texas, you know. No, you're going to Edmonton. So, you know, I looked at the weather the other day at Edmonton. It's like minus 42. I'm like, oh, great. Can't wait to go uh, help a start out up there, you know. But, uh, you know, I'll get some... Uh, I get a Milwaukee heated jacket and uh, yeah, some good. warm gloves, and you, go. you know I'll be good. So for those math challenges like myself, I was at the I was in the booth, and I, I kept hearing you say a hundred and forty percent. 
how the hell do you get math at 140 yeah, percent? Yeah, you can. I just agitated every engineer <laughs> in the place on that one. Um, and it's right. It's true. You can't really say that. You know, you're 100 percent efficient or you're less. Um, and so we deal in coefficient of performance, and the COP is 1.43 on these units. So, um, and and they they really clip along. They're they're really quite efficient. And there's so much you can do with it: radiant floor heating, and of course your forced air market is well covered, and domestic water heating, and uh, snow melt. Believe it or not, love snow melt. You know, there's, there's a lot of cool things you can do with it. So. On a personal level, you, you didn't have to move for this job. You're still in Colorado. No, I did not. I'm still in Colorado. Uh, <laughs> yep, which is good because, I mean, actually, they're based out of Piney Flats, Tennessee, which is outside of Johnson City, and it's, yeah. that's a really cool place. It's beautiful there. I mean, gorgeous. But I, I like Colorado, so I'm not planning on going anywhere right uh, now. We've talked to you in the past. You had, yep. you know, your house burnt down. Yeah. But you're all settled in a new place. I mean, you're all getting there. I move in hopefully the end of this uh, February. Uh, oh. Got Still got a little bit more work to do. Um, c- couldn't find a good cabinet setter. I had to bring in, uh, I had to contact the Italian mob back in New Jersey. <laughs> it was just <laughs> partly my family. And, yeah. you know, import some uh, carpenters. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting close. I got some zone controls and power heads to put on and set okay. some thermostats, put a few toilets in, hang some vanities, you know, stuff like that. So. We're close. We're real close. That's awesome. It's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bo, thanks for uh, jumping on today. We really appreciate having you on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. I'm very You've grateful. You've been on the podcast before, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Make the trades great again, I believe, was the last one we were on. So okay. yeah. you, did, you did Eric and Andy's. You've done the yep. Appetite for Construction at yep. least once. I yep. think you did an old version when it was still not dead yet. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you, this yeah. is like your fourth time on our podcast yeah. series. I'm grateful. Grateful for the opportunity. It's always good to hang with you guys. Well, it's good that you're back in the industry. Yeah. You've got some really cool technology. If somebody's interested in learning some more information out because they weren't on the show floor, where do they go? Yeah, so easiest thing is just go to our website. It's anisicomfort.com, A-N-E-S-I, comfort.com. Check us out there or hit me up on LinkedIn. All Excellent. Right. Cool. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. That was awesome. I looked. All over. I was going to surprise you with a Mountain Dew. I should have known you would have showed up. I literally brought it because I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I was driving my truck and I thought, I'm just going to bring it. So, okay. Yeah. So somebody just said you got to go downstairs to get it because I looked There's all vending over. machines on the other side. All sold out. Every one of them. See? Yeah. All right. Cody's all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. Well, we're talking to Cody Mack with uh, Kalefi. How you doing, buddy? What's that? I said, how you doing, buddy? Oh, shoot. I'm tired, man. Uh, <laughs> no, doing good, though. Uh, it's been a fantastic show here at AHR and uh, staying really busy. So That's right. That's yeah. right. Booth of, we've been in the booth several times for a couple of different events. Yeah, uh, we keep kicking you out, and you keep coming back. I, so. You have great coffee. <laughs> you have great coffee. I need my two or three espressos a day. Yeah. Um, John and I were lucky enough to be a part of a... An event yesterday where we helped MC talk about training, stuff that John and Hot Rod, and then talked to Andy and Eric, which was really cool. Today you had a pre- your first press conference with, yep. talked a little bit about Marcos and Tina Gullickson. Yep. Uh, came on, the new CEO of Kalefi, obviously. Whole crew from Italy's over, or at least a good portion of them are over here. Um, how important is this show? Obviously it's Mark's last show, but how important has this show been to Kalefi and, and all the number of people I've seen in the booth over the last two days. 
Well, I mean, it's a great way for us to put our products in front of the people that use them or specify them or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's it's a great way to showcase our products, especially to people that haven't seen them before. Or maybe they know us for one particular product, but they didn't realize we made this, this, and this, or PRVs or backflow preventers or whatever. And uh, And the fact is, is that the people that are here are the people that we want to sell product to. These are the people that are invested in their careers. They're invested in the industry. They want to know about about new stuff and we've got always got new stuff and it's just amazing what we have the ability to show them that they didn't even know we had so it's i think it's been a, a fantastic thing for us at Kalefi. uh you know the nine years i've been at Kalefi, our booth has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and there's just more and more of us we're like rabbits and uh you know yeah we we have all the italians coming over to support us and and it's just been fantastic and that hologram Jesus. Everybody's <laughs> mesmerized by that thing. So we've got a hologram thing, and it's basically like a spinning set of like fan blades with LEDs on them. And people will sit there and stare at it. And I don't know if it's just like a combination of how cool it is and how tired they are. But, yeah, they will literally sip their coffee and stare at it for I minutes. Heard, I heard somebody like knocked it down or broke it. It wasn't me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, so they were putting it up and everything like that, and I guess uh, one of the the fan blades with the LEDs got broken, and uh, so there was a mad scramble to get a new one, and we were able to actually find there's a partner that's in our industrial park in Milwaukee that was able to basically loan us one. They put all the, I don't know, the images or the software on there. I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I'm not a hologram specialist, so... And I don't even pretend to be one. So, but yeah, we got it up and running again. It looks cool. You're talking about holograms. It just makes me laugh. It's. Um, so what, do you want, what do you want to talk? KTM's? What do you want to talk? You know, I'm more of a blue, uh, yellow, white kind of husky motorcycle guy. But I could, I could talk about KTM's. I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, they're all under the same umbrella, anyways. The so pa- Packers season. I don't give a crap about the Packers. Oh, see, I didn't think he did. Yeah. I didn't think he did. Uh, there's. I, I do have my interests, and, uh, you know, I could watch a football game, but uh, partaking in a conversation usually doesn't, yeah. I didn't even know the Packers played on Saturday until <laughs> literally late Sunday. Yeah. That tells you how much Packer football well, I watch. I do hope you're a Milwaukee Brewers fan, at least. I mean, they're in your backyard. Like, I am literally. a fan of when they have away games, and I don't have to fight traffic getting away from the office. That so. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so literally, for those of you that don't know, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers play baseball literally right next to our North American headquarters in Milwaukee. It's the parking lot. It, we, we literally overlook their parking lot. We can watch all the drunkards, uh, you know, going through the parking lot on opening day, and uh, yeah, it can get interesting. So, yeah. So I did want to ask you, when you started nine years ago, you, you've said that you went to Blackhawk uh, Technical College. Blackhawk Technical College, Janesville, Wisconsin. So you're a local guy, local to, you know. Yes, sir. Wisconsin. And then you brought in, uh, you said there was only one guy I wanted to bring in, and it was Greg Tubbs. Mr. Greg Tubbs. And he's a, you call him the mushroom? No, I, well, yeah, because he's a fun guy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, no, no, Greg, uh, I, I came from the field, uh, and I, I came on board. And uh, after about a year, we were looking for another guy to help with inside tech support. You know, we're selling more product. There's people with more application questions and things like that. So we we 
you know, we kind of put our heads together and I said, the only guy I can think of right now that would be a good fit for this would be Mr. Greg Tubbs. And uh, he came on about a year after I did. So so now he's being elevated to a training position. Right. And so, yeah, he, he was doing inside tech support. He's had a lot of hats over the years, but he has just been promoted to training manager. So all the places I don't want to go, uh, Greg has to go. That's what the boils <laughs> down right. to. So no, I'm just kidding. I love going everywhere. But they, he said that you brought in somebody to do um, what he was doing. And he's like, Cody and I, like, do you know this person beyond just interview? I mean, do you, is this a guy that you vetted like, like, like you knew, like Greg, like this is the only guy. Oh, the the new inside tech guy. Yeah. No, I mean I worked with him for a very brief period in time, um, but with that in mind, uh, he is fairly unknown to me. However, he's been vetted by Greg Tubbs and uh, our OEM sales guy Dan Furcus. Uh, they they both think very highly of him. So I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, the the, the new people coming into Kalefi. We've got more and more all the time. So is he like bow hunter? I I can only assume that if Greg likes him, that he he, he likes something. bow hunting he and fishing and everything something. else. Yeah, yeah, and not only kill it but then eat it. Yeah. So yeah, oh. it's I'm sure. Look at we cleared the place today. Yeah. So Look we at talked all my adoring about, fans. Yeah. Cody, we talked a little bit earlier about the move new movement in Fluffy. <clears throat> You've got a new CEO. Um, we heard earlier about some expansion mm-hmm. that's going on. Yep. What's around the corner? New products? Uh, what's always? Hot, what's what's hot at HR this year? And give us a little bit of insight in what we might see in the future. Sure. And so at, at Kalefi, we thrive on new products. I had a one of our manufacturers reps come up to me the other day, uh, and he said, "Do you know how many product lines we have that haven't developed a new product in five, ten, fifteen years, and they're just status quo?" And that's what so many people like about Kalefi is we're always coming up with something new, something innovative, putting the Kalefi spin on on something that they might have thought to be mundane or a commodity type item. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is we're always coming out with new product. It's what drives a huge majority of our sales. Uh, when it comes to new product, I'd say you know we're focusing heavily on plumbing products, but there's more and more products coming out for you know this uh, as you talked about with Bo the electrification decarbonization uh, heat pumps things like that. There's more and more products for that. And what's awesome about Kalefi products is that it can be literally paired with anything. You know, it, it doesn't matter the heat source. It could be refrigerant. It could be you know wood fired heat. It could be gas or fuel oil. It doesn't matter. And so we've got all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, as a company, we are growing, you know, like you said before, we've got our new CEO, Tina, and, and uh, Tina has been taking the reins and she's doing a fantastic job. And I, I really look forward to the future. Uh, you know, Mark Olson, who just retired, uh, he created an incredible culture at Kalefi and, and uh, I hope we can continue that for sure. We, we, we talked earlier this morning and you had mentioned, because John and I were curious, you know, What's the buzz inside the office? What's, you know, because transition and change can be difficult. Yeah. Um, all the in, all indications from my perspective is it's, everybody's pretty cool with this. And, yeah. I, th- you know, everybody's rallied around, you know, ship straight ahead. Yeah. You know, um, but where challenges arise, you know, you'll make those efforts to do whatever you have to do. But yep. as a Italian-owned family-owned company is, do you guys have, as we indicated, talked about, 
do you have the rope to do what you need to do in North America to yeah. so, know, drive innovation like you want to drive innovation? Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the awesome things at Kalefi is, uh, you know, and I used to kind of joke when I was in the field, I, I had enough, uh, enough leash to choke myself with. Uh, <laughs> but with that in mind, I don't know if we have that much leash at Kalefi in North America. But the fact is, is that we've become a major player within the Kalefi envelope of companies. And the fact is, is that we have so many, you know, so much in sales now that, that we can drive innovation for the needs of our customers now. And obviously we're still bringing in product from the European market that, that applies to the North American market, but there's many cases where we are driving innovation of product globally now for Kalefi Italy. And so, you know, we, it's, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, it's it's hard to upset the apple cart here. You know, yeah. at Kalefi, we've been doing so well for as long as I've you know for for a very long time now. You know, there there's a lot of good things to look forward to. You know, we've got a ton of innovative products, and, and Italy, as uh, you know, I, I refer to them as the mothership. Uh, <laughs> the mothership is great to us. You know, and and so we not only have you know their their capabilities at our our disposal, uh, but we we do have in-house engineering and design within Kalefi North America. We, you know. We do prototypes and stuff like that in North America for our market specifically, and you know we we try to bring the market what they need. So, you've exceeded the one million dollars they made in year one in twenty. What was it? Two thousand four. Well, I was going to say, you know, it's it's amazing. I've I've been at Kalefi now for nine years, and I think we've, as far as employees, more than doubled now. Um, we've got our sales numbers have. Gosh, it's it's unbelievable. You know, um, I remember when with Mark Olson, he had a goal in mind for a, a specific number in sales, and he was we were going to have a big party. You know, and and you know since then we've doubled that number, and you know, you know almost tripled that number, and so so it's one of those things where yeah, the 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 future is bright. You know, so so we, we the press conference today they they mentioned. Uh, expansion. We knew the expansion was coming, but expansion for what? What's going in these? Well, uh, the current expansion, well, we've done a couple expansions. So our current building was built in 2007. Uh, We did a major expansion or a major remodel in 2019 to bring on more people. And uh, And then COVID. Then COVID, which (laughs) everybody went home and we had a big empty building. But no, it was one of those things where, you know, you know, you talk about Italy and how they enable us and how they encourage us and everything else. We, we went to Italy and we asked them, well, we need to build a few more offices because we got more people coming on board. So we, we talked to them and said, we want to do this. And, and Marco Calafi, in all his wisdom, said, no, you need to go bigger. You know, and, and so it went from a few offices to an entire second floor. And as we sit here right now, we are currently out of office space again. And so... Uh, I'm being told to work from home from now. You know, I'm just kidding. No, they, they, they literally are making Greg Tubbs and I share an office space now, which is fine and it's awesome. Uh, but then we're adding on now, after that 2019 expansion, we're adding on warehouse space literally to triple our warehouse capacity. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And I mean, it's just there to support our growth within the industry and, and keep our wholesalers and, and our customers, you know, flush on products. So. So I called you one time, it was a few months ago, you said you were on the road, you were having lunch with your dad in Janesville, I think. <laughs> yep. And then you were heading... Not on Ma- company time, no, no. No, no. <laughs> but, and then you were heading to Madison for a yeah. training. How much 
on the road, out of the office, like training stuff do you do? Well, you know, it's interesting because at Kalefi, as a trainer, you know, it is expected that I travel and I go visit with contractors and all over the country, all over Canada, um, you know, but I do a lot of stuff regionally as well. Uh, you know, expectations wise, you know, it's usually uh, twice a month that I'm traveling out of out of state. Sometimes I will be traveling within the state. One thing that's changed a lot with our training is the ability to be flexible and the ability to offer different options for training. And, and uh, the big one is virtual training or hybrid training. The mm-hmm. fact that we can come in virtually, I don't have to be on site and we can still get the same point across and we can still do that. And, and it has a tendency to be really flexible. So a lot of our manufacturers, reps, and a lot of our customers appreciate that. And, and obviously, I'm more than happy to come visit people in person. But, you know, whatever, we, we want to meet these people where they're at. You know, it's not necessarily my way or the highway. You know, we want to help them out the best we can. So we're broadcasting from AHR. 2024 in Chicago. Do you would you like to retract your statement about Illinois being one of the flattest states? Uh, I was in Nebraska uh, in 2021, and uh, I I would rescind my comment. Uh, Illinois is the second flattest state uh, in the in the union. Did you say boring too, or no? I would never say such a thing. No, no. Uh, I I always enjoy coming to Illinois. Uh, I did have a trip down to the very southern end. I think I went to a little town called Quincy, Illinois, and uh, that was one of the longest drives uh, beyond that trip across Nebraska to Colorado. So, so you do do training down in Illinois. Sometimes. When they make me, yeah, I go to Illinois. Now you got tubs to do that. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's the scapegoat. I, I don't necessarily believe in hazing, but when it benefits me, uh, I'll throw Greg under the bus. Send so. Greg on down my way. I hope We're he two hours south this. of here, so we can take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll send him the link. <laughs> no. Anything else, Tim? Now we've covered a lot. What we wanted to cover with Cody, uh, he's got his Mountain Dew half full, so yeah, he's still got a little ammunition for the rest of the day. Yeah, how many of those do you drink a day? How many fingers you got on one hand? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I I definitely drink more Mountain Dew than I should. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, my father's wife is uh, she's a dental lab technician, and she every time I see her tells me about how many fake teeth she makes for people that drink Mountain Dew. And that hasn't stopped me just yet. It is one of my, probably my only vices. I'm not a big drinker. I don't, you know, no hard drugs or anything fun like that. So um, if it's Mountain Dew, I'll take it. So, yeah. Yeah. All hopped up, all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Ah, hell, I can fall asleep with a Mountain Dew in my hand half gone. So caffeine has no effect on me anymore. Actually, it does me for a little bit, and then you get that, you know, down, and then... Yeah. No, you know, and it's funny. I I came from the service world. Um, You know, I worked with a lot of installers that literally lived on cigarettes and Monster Energy drink. Uh, I've never had one of those, uh, so I'd be curious to see what those would do to me. So but the new Grateful Dead's red, Reds, Vitamin C, and Mountain Dew. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. You've never heard trucking? No. The Dead? No. It's a, it's a younger generation, Ted. It's a generational <laughs> thing, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Cody, thanks so much for joining us. We yep. Always appreciate you know, you're such a good personality, engaging guys. Appreciate it, yeah. No, you guys are a lot of fun, and uh, whatever I can do to help, and uh, yeah. Well, before you take off, for those that haven't been in the booth and won't get a chance to go to the booth because they're not here at the show, where can people find out 
more on Cluffy. Sure. I mean, yeah, you can go to our website, cluffy.com. Uh, just a fair warning, we are a global company. So uh, if you're on the international version of the website, you're going to find some interesting stuff that we may or may not have. But if you go to the North American website, you'll see all of our products. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we showcase a lot of our new product right on the home page. You can reach out to your local wholesaler uh, who more than likely stocks Kalefi and is happy to sell it to you. Uh, and even your manufacturer's reps. We've got manufacturer's reps covering every single state in the United States as well as every province in Canada. So they're more than happy to talk to you about that too. And even reach out to me if you ever have any questions on Kalefi. More than happy. I've, I've seen the map on the wall. Yeah, there's, I was going to say. There's pins everywhere. Everywhere, man. We're, we're everywhere. You see, I remember when I first started, we only had like two reps below the Mason-Dixon line, you know, because we really didn't have a lot of plumbing product at the time. And we've, we've made huge strides in the plumbing category of product. And, and we are literally represented in every state now, which is amazing. And, uh, and the, right. the fact that we can now sell product everywhere, and we've just grown bigger and bigger ever since. Cody, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, Tim, we got a few minutes just to wrap up. It's been nice to be back in Chicago. It's been a while since we've been here. Obviously, the last one uh, was canceled due yeah. to COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's our home, kind of our home show, both being from the Chicago area. Well, me a couple hours south, you an hour west of here. So um, always felt like this had a little extra special something for us. Yeah. And it's not disappointed. The crowds yesterday were... Pretty amazing. Um, I thought today. I heard that uh, the on-site registration was at a, like a record level for. No, nope, that could be PR talk through AHR, but they would never do that. No, no, no. But I mean, you can see it on the floor. I thought yes. today the crowds in the aisle was. You know, this is Tuesday. It, it was packed. Well, it's late in the afternoon, and it's still pretty loud. Yeah, and we're far off the show floor so for me that if that's any indication that's a pretty good thing yeah so um all in all it's been a great show we look forward to tomorrow like i said we have a couple video shoots we have the podcast at 11 another podcast and our friends um alan and leslie will join us we have to buy beers for them i i think we we should though shouldn't we i think so so i would be remiss if i didn't think a couple i i want to thank Taco for last night's party yeah um some events early on sunday too with u.s boiler and burnham holdings these are all events that we go to every year but you know those companies do this not only for the reps but they invite the media the influencers and it's just it's a nice way to start off the show and network and it was good to talk to johnny white last night at Taco and and ben and uh, oh. Just those those things, as Mark Olson said today, it's about family. Yeah. And I think a lot of what we see and do here is family to us because we've been doing it for 20-plus years. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't think you and I take any of this for granted. So when nope. you're invited to a party on Sunday night and Monday night and Tuesday night, um, it's something we really enjoy doing. So I don't take it for granted. Not one, I mean... We've been doing this a long time. Too. Yep. We're the old not dead yet guys. I, 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 we talked about it last week on our podcast. You know, this is number 22 for me. Yeah. So um, every minute we get to be on this floor or any other trade show for that matter, we, we love it. So we still got that fire, right? I was talking to a couple people in the media office earlier, press room, and I said that I've got at least, yeah, I've got a couple more of these in me. 
Yeah. I, I don't know how many more of those there are, but see, yeah, you'll see me on a scooter going through <laughs> here. So, as long as I can intermingle and and I've got the passion. I, well, I don't think I'll lose the passion, but as long as the body stays yeah. fairly and, and healthy. And the beauty of this industry, the HVAC and plumbing industry, is the connections, the people, the relationships. So that's what makes this industry so strong and so connected. No doubt. And for those of you listening to this podcast, subscribe. Go to our website, mechanical-hub.com. Check us out. Uh, visit our YouTube or social media channels. As uh, we've talked about in the past, you know, growing, growing, growing. Eric does a great job with the Make Trades Great Again with Andy and growing the uh, social numbers and John with Plumbing Perspective on IG and our TikTok. So lots of different ways to interact and connect with the Mechanical Hub team. So we just hope that you subscribe, listen to us. If you've got any ideas, let us know. All right. We out, Tim. Thank you. We out.